0: Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. Market View on Money FM 89.3. You're listening to Money FM 89.3. I'm Chuan Tian, Tian with your Market View. Now, today we're going to be talking about the telecommunications industry. Now, when we think about telco, we often think about the major players, such as SingTel, StarHarp, N1, and uh, you have it, but who are the telco players facilitating your call with, say, your right-hailing driver while hiding the phone number of either party. Now, that's where cloud communications operators like Toku come in. And we want to find out more about the opportunities and challenges this group of players see in the industry. Now, for more, Thomas Labou, CEO and founder at Toku, joins us on the show. Hi, Thomas, how are you?
1: Hello, I'm fine. Thanks you. Thank you for having me.
0: Great to have you on our show, as always. And Thomas, to get us started, uh, we briefly touched on this in the intro introduction, but what exactly does a cloud communications company do and how is the business different from traditional telco players?
1: Sure, excellent questions. Um, I would start with maybe an example in how businesses were previously operating their um, communications. Imagine um, not so far ago when you even had a phone on your desk and that your IT still had to operate servers, directly in the office, uh, maintaining them, deploying them in the different sites uh, where your business was operating. Nowadays, you can um, almost forget about the hardware because you are outsourcing that to players like Toku and you can concentrate on the communications themselves um, that are now fully virtualized and really start um, leveraging on the fact that you can integrate more easily, for example, with your customer data and therefore making your customer engagement more relevant than it was previously without having to maintain infrastructure that constantly needs to be updated anyway.
0: Right. So is it right to understand that you are targeting mostly businesses, facilitating calls between the staff or from the staff and the uh, end customers like call centers and all that?
1: Well, it's one of the use cases, but obviously customer engagement nowadays is no longer one single channel. Um, Businesses need to target their audience in the channels that they use the most depending of course on the use case um, on what type of interaction are we talking about is it support is it something that is time sensitive or not and therefore it's mostly about providing the opportunity to have an omni-channel um, customer engagement and that's where we are assisting businesses not only with the communication channels but also behind with uh, integrating their customer data more easily so that any interaction that they are having is actually as relevant as uh, possible.
0: Right. And just very quickly, that's done through the web and through the cloud because it's not localized to any particular facility, right? Isn't it?
1: Well, In terms of uh, how it is perceived, uh, I would agree, yes, it is uh, entirely web-based because you want to make it um, accessible from anywhere. Obviously behind, uh, especially with operations that we are having uh, in Asia-Pacific, you are targeting multiple markets and therefore also navigating uh, regulations that can be different from country to country, where you have certain obligations in terms of localizing the data that is being used. So behind the scenes, there is still Um, something that is physical, that is tangible. It is maybe all perceived as virtual, but behind you have infrastructure and depending on the regulations, you have an obligation to also localize it um, in order to avoid that customer data, for example, is uh, leaving the country.
0: Right. Well, Thomas, let's get down to the more business side of things. So I want to find out what's your current customer base. I understand Gojek, Foodpanda are among them as well. So tell us more about what you're working on with them.
1: So we we are indeed working a lot with uh, sharing economy players and in general, companies that are, let's say, younger, um, that have emerged uh, with the the, the cloud um, era. But we we are not only serving uh, cloud native players, as we would call them, um, where obviously they are more rapid to adopt um, cloud technologies because they they are born with it. And we can uh, directly work on a lot of use cases where you are probably a bit more advanced in terms of the integrations that you have between your communications and your customer data. And you mentioned Gojek and Foodpanda. Those are excellent examples, Um, but you also have the traditional economy, uh, which is um, not traditional in the sense of what they are doing specifically, but more the fact that they are existing for longer or more established, and therefore have a lot of legacy technology that uh, they need to migrate. And there, we're talking a lot about the digital transformation. So typically, uh, the two customer segments that Toku is operating on is uh, either the sharing economy, the cloud native players, and then um, the uh, enterprises that need the digital transformation in order to uh, also diversify the way that they are interacting with their customers.
0: Right. and. Also, uh, Thomas, to keep us updated, which are the geographies they are currently in and why is this the case?
1: So we are very focused on Asia Pacific. Uh, we are um, founded in, in Singapore. Most of the team is also operating from the headquarters here in Singapore. And we are targeting Asia Pacific because we uh, noticed that uh, the region was not sufficiently um served by by other telecommunication cloud communications players specifically and the region is um, very different than North America and Europe in terms of its fragmentation and also the, the local needs that exist here. So for us to be focused on Asia-Pacific, not only from a technology development and deployment, but also from a customer support makes a lot of sense. Um, we are operating by now in 17 countries in Asia-Pacific. So we are covering the bulk of it. And for us now, it's not only to continue extending our reach, but also Building up uh, a presence in the different countries in terms of uh, commercial uh, activities and partnerships.
0: Right. If you're now just tuning in, we are speaking to Thomas Laboon, CEO and founder at Toku. And so, Uh, Thomas, I just want to follow up a little bit very quickly. You mentioned that there are some opportunities in the Southeast Asia landscape, right? Tell us a little bit more specifically about what these are.
1: Well, in terms of first, maybe the the general um, opportunities is really the fact that by having your communications directly managed in the cloud and more than the communications, the customer engagement uh, directly in the cloud, you are responding to the needs. Um, of customers, uh, like like you and I, we are expecting that we have a personalized journey when we are talking with a brand, no matter if you are talking through chat, um, email, or uh, voice, and, and very soon more and more through uh, video. You are expecting to have a personalized journey, and you also want to have a timely feedback, and right. these things can only be done if mm-hmm. um, you are leveraging on the customer data that you already have uh, within mm. your organization. And then more and more, you start leveraging as well on artificial intelligence, on sentiment analysis, mm. where you can actually use in real time um, what is happening in the interaction um, in terms of the tone of voice, if it's uh, mm. in, 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 uh, uh, over a phone call mm. or a, a digital call. Um, and, and so really creating these actionable insights that will help um, the 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 interaction to be successful, no matter if you're talking about, resolving an issue in, in customer support or closing a sales.
0: I see, I see. And uh, well, let's talk about money, uh, Thomas. Investments and in telco infrastructure, spending on cloud communications, right? Uh, on that note, Toku recently raised another $5 US million in a Series A funding round extension. So your Series A funding now total up to about $10 US million. How do you intend to spend the money and what will you be investing in or which markets are you intending to enter within the next three to five years?
1: Well, yes, we, we are very happy that we would uh, were able to close an additional uh, funding round, um, especially in the, in the current market conditions. It was not uh, that straightforward for, for any company. So for us, um, really investing now in, in our growth and accelerating our expansion in uh, the region is key. And in terms of the market that we are um, working on, um, we are specifically looking at Indonesia and Malaysia. Uh, Obviously, coming from Singapore, those are like the the natural um, expansion efforts that that you would expect to see. But there are other markets as well, like uh, uh, Philippines, Japan, South Korea, uh, Thailand, Vietnam, the whole region, to be honest, is uh, an opportunity on itself. We have not completely um, stopped uh, in in the planning in terms of what is the chronology going to be, a lot of that depends also on uh, the opportunities of the partnerships and the relationships that we are building at the moment.
0: What are the major headwinds that Toku and the industry is currently facing and uh, what needs to be done on that note?
1: So I think that the first headwind obviously is the transition in the economy where we are seeing that we are coming out of a period where uh, low interest rates and and the availability of a lot of uh, cash has uh, pushed growth and valuations upwards. And so obviously, that transition is happening over the last few months in, in a very quick fashion. Um, and some organizations are struggling more than than others. Um, so that is something that we are, are not necessarily perceiving in terms of our growth opportunities, but obviously the customers that we serve uh, are affected. And so that's where I believe that um, our offering of consolidating communication channels and customer engagement um, on on one single platform and therefore making it more cost efficient is going to resonate uh, more going forward.
0: Right, so we are talking about support services, call center services, or interacting with brands and chatbots, just for the sake of our listeners, uh... Yes, I think
1: it's more than that in the sense that um, today the communication is going to move gradually uh, into the mobile applications. Uh, Most brands nowadays Mm. have uh, their own mobile applications, and that's where, um, according to the research that we did specifically in Singapore, for example, we see that 67% of Singaporeans are expected are expecting not to move out of the application when they are interacting with the brand no matter if it's for a simple question if it's for an additional service if there is a, an issue with their invoice they are expecting to do everything within the application and that's where you will now see um, enterprises that will start investing so that voice messaging, mm-hmm. uh, chat, push notifications, everything is used in a coordinated fashion, depending on uh, what uh, part of the journey we're talking about, but making sure that it's all in the right. application. There, there, there has been for um, a couple of mm-hmm. uh, uh, years, uh, a tendency to move towards OTTs, WhatsApp, Fiber, and so on, in terms of um, enriching the, the, the offer, Um, But now we see that the trend is uh, a a little bit reversing, where um, at the end of the day, what brands really need is to have one asynchronous uh, communication channel and one synchronous communication channel. Mm. And they can actually have that directly in their application.
0: Let's talk about the outlook for the telco industry. Tell us more about how you assess the market right now and what are some future business plans that you think we should know of?
1: So the telecom industry is obviously um, very wide. Um, and we we see in the forecast that the compounded annual growth rate globally for the telecom industry continues to be between 5 and 10%. But what is interesting is really the sub-segment that uh, we have in the telecommunication industry in the wide sense of uh, the term, where, for example, the cloud uh, customer engagement is growing faster than uh, other aspects of the telecom industry. Uh, similarly, digital transformation, uh, specifically for Asia-Pacific, is expected for the next Five years to grow at a compounded annual growth rate of between 20 and 25 percent. So there is a lot of investment uh, that is happening because nowadays with um, hybrid work environment, um, information going faster. Customers being present on different platforms and different communication channels, you, you need to invest in technology in order to catch up and, and and make sure that your brand remains relevant and keeps engaging in the right way with uh, their customers.
0: Thank you very much. That was Thomas Lavouze, CEO and founder at Toku. Thank you for joining us on Money FM eighty nine point three. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.